The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Katie Mox and Will Brinson here taking a break from our All 32 series to talk shop with Sportsline analyst Alex Selznick, a.k.a. Prop Stars, to give you our best bets now that we are 50 days out from NFL kickoff. Uh, I, for one, could not be more excited. Uh, Alex Selznick, uh, Prop Stars, first time on the show. Welcome. Uh, how we doing? How's the bear doing? Katie, we are doing great. The bear is fired up. Will, it's great to see you. I'm a huge fan of this show, so it's an honor to get on here. I absolutely love NFL's futures content, so this is so exciting for me. I'm excited to break all these picks down. Well, we appreciate it. I'm a big fan of yours, Alex, as well. And uh, NFL futures is like the NFL season futures is like the best thing in the world because it's so. I mean, you're all, we're like we did this in a hundred days out, and we're like, all right, let's do it again at fifty. We're running back at twenty five. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and the, the hundred, you're like, I mean, like, I get it. It was a hundred days, but it's like, okay, that's a long time. 50, I'm kind of like, oh, snap. We're getting like creeping. When somebody says we're 25 days away from the NFL season starting, I'm going to like have like, like get like, like have like hot flashes. Can I have hot well, flashes? I don't, like I, can I have hot flashes? I guess I can. You can. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well. Yes, you can, but probably not uh, correlated with me- <laughs> probably not correlated with menopause. I would assume. But, I would rule uh, it out, Catherine. I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> I've, I've seen the movie Junior, so yeah, who knows? Anything could happen. But I will say that it, it's been like a slow burn, right? It's like we had the draft. We, you know, we had training, not training camp. That's coming up, mini camp, those things. But then all of a sudden, we had the quarterback uh, documentary on Netflix, which I binged in like twenty four hours. We've got the Jets on Hard Knocks coming up. It's like we've just been hit in the face with football and that football is back. And I'm so excited. But I will say, what did you guys think just real quick about Aaron Rodgers saying that they're not going to give NFL films as much as they normally would for this Hard Knocks season? It's kind of BS. 
I think that's an Aaron Rodgers thing to say. If there's like a contrarian take, he's going to give it out. If he's going to, you know, uh, kind of make some headlines, I feel like he figures out a way to. So I'm not surprised whatsoever. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers. And that just makes all the sense to me. It's like, so it's, I mean, here's what I, here's what's going to happen in my opinion is Rodgers is going to talk about how he's just not, we're not going to give him anything. Do you have a choice? You don't get to pick no. what they get. Like they put the cameras everywhere. Like you're gonna, you go. Oh, you're gonna be a quiet non-leader because you, because the cameras are there. Oh, that's so <laughs> sad, Aaron. Like whatever. I mean, like, like, come on, man. NFL films is yeah. all over every NFL game and like every NFL stadium, twenty four seven. The Packers have been putting out like Rogers doesn't. You know, Roger, Rogers gonna give. I if I think of anything, Rogers gonna heel turn here and be <laughs> mm. more of a leader on purpose because he knows it's going to be filmed. Like he's going to be more vocal than he might normally be because he wants the world to think, God, this guy's a great teammate. He, you know, all that stuff about him and green Bay is BS. He's locked in. He loves his teammates. He's there early. He's at every practice. He's grinded his ass off. And he is just the most vocal leader in the history of football. Cause that's what he wants. He, he will make it, He'll probably like eat mushrooms or something on one episode, but like he he will he will do he will he will do all of, he will do, he, he will make it he will make it about him. I hope he does ayahuasca. Yeah, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers on ayahuasca and in a dark room uh, in between during training camp. But I will say it's been so fun to see him. Vibes are high. Taylor Swift concert at the garden. And then all of a sudden, one little thing that he doesn't like happening. He's like, well, I'm not going to give you what you want. It's like, oh, there's the lovable prick that we all know. Um, but anyway, is, yeah, I will say it is in his defense. Okay. Tom Brady, 2020. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 2021, Russell Wilson, 2022. None of them. I mean, they all got the scrutiny of changing teams via trade, but yeah, Tom Brady's free agent, all high profile guys who shifted teams, high profile quarterbacks. The first who won the Super Bowl. Uh, Russ did not. I don't know if you caught that last year, Uh, but (laughs) the, like, like if I were Aaron Rodgers, I'd be like, dude, that's BS. I have to get hard knocks. Like, come on. Like, the Jets, like, the, the come on. Uh, but the NFL, you know, the Jets are meet all the criteria. So you banged. Rogers. That is Discount fair. Double check. Discount double check. Oh, I just did a, a package for that on Sportsline. Anyways, all right. Let's start this show now, guys, and let's talk about our five very best bets that we are making right now, 50 days to kick off, and I am going to go first. When I'm done with these, we will choose as a group – which one of my five bets we like the best that is going to go on a board, I believe. And then we will do prop stars and then we will do Brinson's and we'll have those top three. And then we're going to go and revisit them and pick two more for the top five pick six podcast bets leading into football. Here we go. All right, Brinson, you already know this. We talked about this on my show, Moxie Bets. We also talked about it a little bit on this show. I'm taking Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen to win MVP. That's at plus 190. You could take the field. That's at minus 240. Mahomes is an MVP threat every single year, right? Maybe there's a little voter fatigue, but it's also Patrick Mahomes. We just saw him on quarterback looking like a badass. So I like that. And you have the Bengals. That's my preseason pick for the Super Bowl, plus a 1,000. In order for that to happen, Burrow likely going to have to have an amazing year. Josh Allen, a little bit of a question mark if you look at these top three, probably the least likely of the trio. We'll see how he improves on those interceptions this year. But if you're telling me I got to pay nearly $2.50 to bet against these guys, 
I'm just not going to do it. So I'm going to take the chalk here plus 190 for those guys um, and chalk meaning like top three guys. All right. Also, AFC Super Bowl as the winning division um, plus 340. I've got a lot of AFC bets, uh, North bets right now. Uh, the Bengals win the Super Bowl, I just told you, plus 1,000. I also like the Ravens as a value pick to win their division at plus 275. But my favorite bet has to be that this entire division is going to win the Super Bowl. It's at plus 340. We look at the quarterbacks. You got Joe Burrow, Mahomes Kryptonite, beat him three times, only quarterback to do so. You got Lamar Jackson, who just got paid. He has a new offensive coordinator. He's got new weapons. You got Watson, which depending on how you look at it, could be bad, could be good, but we do know that he has the potential to be great. They have uh, the greatest head coaches, or at least three really, really good ones. John Harbaugh's already won a Super Bowl. Zach Taylor, Super Bowl, what, in his second year? Didn't win, but got there. Mike Tomlin never had a losing season as a head coach. Tough defenses, crazy weapons. Uh, I think that the AFC North could be the division to beat. Uh, my next bet, Offensive Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey plus 1100. Now he's the favorite, but plus 1100 doesn't necessarily feel like chalk here. And, and Brinson, we talked about this on our Niners all 32 pot. He's such an impact guy that it's really easy to forget that it was a mid season trade. Like what can we expect from a full season of Christian McCaffrey in a Shanahan offense? I'm going to say offensive player of the year is what we can expect from him. He does it all. He's a Swiss army knife, running back, wide receiver, quarterback. He even blocks sometime, which I don't recommend that they continue putting him in that position. Somehow he was snubbed from making the pro bowl last year. Absolute insanity. If you look at his pace, Listen to this stat. McCaffrey was on a 17-game pace for 257 carries, 1,204 yards, 10 touchdowns on the ground, 85 catches, 478 yards, and seven more touchdowns through the air. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Give me Christian McCaffrey for Offensive Player of the Year. Next bet, I'm going Derrick Henry to have the most rushing yards at plus 800. He is not the favorite in this. You've got Chubb as the favorite. Then you have Jonathan Taylor. And then there's uh, Henry. He's already won this award twice. What I find the most interesting about this is that his line actually dropped to under 1,200 yards. It's now 1180 and a half for his total rush yards for the season. It was 1225 and a half before the D hop news. Both Chubb and Taylor are at um, over 1200. Like it doesn't matter who you add on receiver, what kind of weapons you add. The Tennessee offense is still going to run through King Henry. Despite coming off that list Frank injury last year, he still had a monster season. If anything, I do believe that D hop will actually open the field up a little bit more for him. I like him to get the hat trick on this award. And last, but certainly not least, and this one is just full chalk, but I'm taking the chiefs to win the AFC West. Uh, Broncos should be improved. Still not at Kansas City level. The Raiders, too many questions at quarterback, even though I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Chargers are always going to charge. You can't trust them. I don't know what this number would have to be for me not to take the Chiefs to win their division. But those are my five bets heading into the season. I dig them. What do we think? Um, I, I mean, no, no, no insane long shots, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing at all. Obviously, I've been... I've, I mean... I think the Chiefs should be minus 250 to win the AFC West. Like, they are so much better. The Raiders, no, I mean, no offense to Jimmy G and, you know, Josh McDaniels, like, they just don't have the roster to compete in that division unless they get, like, an insane amount of uh, breaks that go their way. I think Russell Wilson, Sean Payton is a massive upgrade for Russell Wilson. 
and you know the Chargers with Justin Herbert, like they like that roster and that quarterback, they should be a playoff team. But they find, a, I mean, even if, if they get in the playoffs, they find a way to charger it up. So the Chiefs to me should be minus two fifty. Patrick Mahomes coming off the MVP season, not going to slow down. Andy Reid always in his bag. They no matter what the the attrition they have is. Um, they find a way to figure things out and to win that division. So I love the Chiefs uh, at that AFC West. I mean, I, I like all of these, frankly. I almost had AFC North as a Super Bowl winning division in mind, and then I realized that you were probably going to have it, so I, I failed <laughs> and went to something else. Uh, and then I, you know, I touted McCaffrey. Eleven to one is like so short for a full season, but the, yes. but but the full season, like he gets a full season with Kyle Shanahan and a full off season, and so there's no telling like how just how big he could go uh, this year. So I, I think uh, Alex, my two. I mean, the three that I like the best out of this are the Chiefs, but Chiefs uh, in order, Chiefs off, Chiefs and then McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year, and then AFC North Super Bowl winning division. But I, I think all look pretty good. Yeah, I would agree. I think all look really solid. I really like that AFC North bet as well. Uh, I just think this is a great spot for a potential bounce back season uh, for Lamar Jackson. I think yep. the Ravens could be very, very sneaky here. Uh, definitely Super Bowl aspirations. So love that spot. Obviously, we know about the Bengals, Joe Burrow, and then Deshaun Watson, I think, uh, has a lot of untapped upside uh, with that Browns team. So I like that look quite a bit. Uh, McCaffrey as well for Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, I think you've, obviously if you extrapolate that season over the course of 16, 17 games would have certainly been in contention for the award. Uh, yeah, another year slash, plus an actual offseason with Kyle Shanahan. I just think he's going to put up absolutely monstrous numbers. Really just comes down to durability as far as I'm concerned. If he stays healthy 15, yeah. 16 games, then I think he's uh, pretty close uh, or will have very good odds, good chance to win the award there. And then, yeah, how can you go wrong with the Chiefs to win the division? So those three are my favorite picks as well, Will. So I am oh, nice. Yeah, with you there, I would say uh, probably in order of Chiefs first, uh, AFC North second, and then C-Mac being my third favorite. All right, well, we got an easy one for Katie's first one. It's the Chiefs to win the AFC West. I, I love it. I, I'm actually, I saw it on the screen. I was like, damn it! We got well, to, go, we had to add that to my list. But, but my list shocking, is like... Yeah. At what, not, at what point, at what number would that be for you not to bet that, you know, when minus you look at the AFC West? Agreed. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs were like plus 160 last year to start the season. So, like, I'm, I mean, like, I think they're just still underpriced a little bit because they haven't done anything splashy this offseason, per se. They lose Orlando Brown. I mean, obviously, you get Jawan Taylor in there, but he's moving to right tackle. I mean, it's just like there's nothing, like, that they've done that's, like, mind-blowing. But they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And, you know, there's also a chance, like, somebody like Sky Moore takes a big leap. So, yeah, I mean, to me, I think it's... Yeah, three hundred minus three. If they were minus three hundred, I wouldn't bet it. But anything like under uh, anything in the twos, I would I would probably take. Yep, I agree. All right, I think so it's good value. Chiefs, okay, Chiefs to win the AFC West is That's the easy. Mox Lock of yeah. Mox uh, of Lock. We're, yes, we're going to take a quick break here. Watching Pick Six when we get back. Prop Stars is sharing his five best bets ahead of the season. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Prop Stars, you are up. Give us your five best bets. 50 days All right. to kick off. I'm going uh, that so much because it just makes me feel amped to say it. I am so fired up, guys. So I went deep into the bag here. I went for a lot of long shots, uh, stuff with uh, some good odds. So first up, I'm going to go Hassan Redick to either finish with the most sacks, which you can find around 18 to 1, or potentially win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Redick had a dominant debut season with the Philadelphia Eagles, finished with 16 sacks, second only to Nick Bosa. In the league, uh, when Jonathan Gannon was asked about how he felt about Reddick potentially winning Defensive Player of the Year award, he said that if he hadn't dropped him into coverage so much, that he likely would have had 20-plus sacks. That might sound like hyperbole, but I actually believe I, I agree with that. Uh, he was uh, covering tight ends way too much, in my opinion. That's something I think we're going to see uh, change this year with Sean Desai as the defensive coordinator for the Eagles as well. He had the fewest pass rush snaps, only 428 of any player that finished in the top 10 in sacks. Wow. So I still feel like there's a lot of upside here, Will. So, yeah, I really like this spot for Reddick. I think he is a dominant Dominant edge defender, plays the run very well, uh, as well, sort of an underrated aspect of his game. But just as far as pure pass rushers are concerned, I think he is as good as any player in the NFL right now. I also think it helps being on this dominant Eagles team, which improved uh, their front seven. So I think that the Eagles defense potentially could be the number one defense or at least a top five defense. And then we're looking at potentially uh, the best player on that defense. So usually there's a correlation there with winning defensive player of the year when we're talking about a defense that has this much potential. So I like Reddick to potentially win the award or even potentially post 20 plus sacks here. Uh, then we're going to go Emmanuel Forbes to win defensive rookie of the yeah. year. Uh, this was a uh, commander's draft pick. Selected 16th overall. Uh, he was a three-year standout in the SEC. Had 14 interceptions as a three-year starter. Returned six of those for touchdowns. That is an NCAA record. He has elite ball skills for a corner. He looks like a wide receiver playing cornerback. I also think he's going into a really good situation. The commanders quietly had a very good defense, also had a top five secondary as well as far as yards allowed. So he's stepping into a good situation, in my opinion, and then offers plenty of playmaking ability. Going to be in the NFC East, you know, probably tasked with slowing down C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown. So we'll get a lot of attention there. I think there's just a lot of similarities between Sauce Gardner uh, and Forbes, honestly. I think they play with a similar swag as well. So I think this guy is a great look at around 20 to 1 to potentially win Defensive Rookie of the Year award. So I like that one quite a bit. And then we're going to go to Chicago. I, I think this Bears team is getting a little too much hype, guys. Mm-hmm. I like an all total here. Under five and a half wins. Uh, I just think they're a long ways away before they're competing for the division or even flirting with a 500 record. I think Justin Fields is obviously extremely dynamic, dual threat quarterback. He displayed some unbelievable upside 
but the talent is undeniable. I just have massive durability concerns with him. Just takes way too many unnecessary hits. Uh, 55 sacks led the NFL last season as well. I thought the Bears would really prioritize upgrading their offensive line more in the offseason. Uh, I didn't really think they did enough there outside of the draft pick um, that they made the top 10 tackle there. But uh, yeah, I just think when you go out and you pay two off-ball linebackers, uh, which they did, rather than improving uh, the defensive line, they don't really have a viable edge rusher, rather than really kind of uh, adding more additions to their offensive line as well. I just think there's very little depth in the trenches for the Bears, both offensively and defensively. There's so many holes. This was a historically bad defense last season. I do not really see it being any different this year. And then I just think Fields, uh, it, it's it's a long shot for him to get through 17 games. So I think this Bears team is going to really struggle. I think they're going to give up a ton of points. So I like their all total under five and a half wins here. Then we're going to go to Detroit. Jameer Gibbs to potentially win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. You can find this around 10 to 1 odds. Uh, when he was selected 12th overall by Detroit guys, I was a little perplexed yeah. with the whole thing, right? But like more and more as I studied Gibbs, uh, his game tape and kind of the, the pick, I actually kind of fell in love with both him and the situation. Obviously, we know Bijan Robinson drafted four picks in front of him. Uh, he's the overwhelming favorite to win this award. I believe he's about plus two fifty, but I, I think he Gibbs should be a lot a lot closer. He is an elite talent, in my opinion, offers one of the more versatile skill sets of any running back in the NFL. Reminds me a lot of like an Austin Eckler, uh, Jamal Charles, uh, Alvin Kamara. I think he just has incredible uh, receiving skills and just elite acceleration. And he's stepping into a great situation in Detroit. They have a great offensive line. They only have David Montgomery standing in his way as well. I also heard rubblings that the Lions were comfortable uh, originally taking Gibbs at six overall. Mm. So I think they've had plans, big plans for him in this offense for a very long time. I think he's going to come in. He, he has, he's playing in a soft division, plays in a dome. Uh, he's got a quarterback in Jared Goff who loves checking down, loves peppering the running backs with targets. We also have a bit of an idea of what the role will potentially look like looking at DeAndre Swift, who is very productive, couldn't stay on the field much. But yeah, I think Gibbs is like a 2.0 version of that and just uh, possesses one of the most elite skill sets of any running backs in the NFL. NFL. I think he's going to hit the ground running. I think he has a great shot to uh, win the uh, offensive rookie of the year. And then we're going to go a little contrarian here. I'm going to fade Tyreek Hill under 1300 receiving yards. That is just a gargantuan number, whether your name's Tyreek Hill, whether your name's Justin Jefferson, uh, just very big. Hill can have a great season and still stay under 1300 yards in five of his seven years in the NFL. He's been held under this. Uh, he averages 1191 yards per game over his career. I just think with Tua, I think he's one concussion away from a potentially career ending injury. So that kind of casts a lot of doubt over Tyreek's season. And then if Tua stays healthy, uh, you know, Tyreek, obviously, when you're talking about a guy with that much speed, a soft tissue injury here or there could miss a couple games. And then he had the most productive season of his career uh, from a historical standpoint. When you have an 
an outlier season like that, you typically are a major regression candidate in the following year. So I just think this is way too big of a number. I think it should be closer to 1,200, maybe 1,150 here. So, yeah, I'm going to go under on Tyreek, 1,300 yards as well. I like them all. I mean, look, the Tyreek thing, I, I that's not going to be at the top of my list, but I, I completely agree. It's one of those where it, it, the number's absurd. I mean, he's going over, he went over 1,300 twice in his career, once in 2018 when he had 137 targets, um, and then last year when he had 170 targets. I mean, they, you know, these are, he had 159 in Kansas City in 2021. So, I mean, like these, it's not insane that he could get up to one, 170 targets is a ton for a guy like Tyreek Hill. You know, I think they wanted to make sure that it was, you know, he was, let everybody know that he he was worth what they paid for him and the trade and all of that. And of course he was in terms of production on the field. But yeah, if, if two is down, all of a sudden this number could, you could see him hit 1200, have a great year, have 1210 touchdowns, have a monster year, be, but, but not get 1700. So I don't, I don't mind that one. The, um, I think I love the Reddick stuff. The, I yes. think I would go more sacks. I would go most sacks over DPOI yes. only because when you go most sacks, like I love the fact that you know, the stat, least number of pa- uh, pass rush attempts of all those guys at the in the top 10 but like you don't have to you don't bring in the human element in it as much with the dpoy thing or with the most sacks because dpoy you're relying on people literally like pete prisco who are making these who are voting this and like, who knows what that maniac could do at any point in time whereas most sacks you just get the most sacks and you win like he can get up to 21 and you know you've already locked it in so i think um my top three here would be bears alt under five and a half wins I've thought about this like 50 times, but everyone is convinced that the Bears psychologically are convinced that the Bears were the ninth worst team in football last year because they picked it number nine because that trade happened so early. No, No, they were the worst team in football. They stunk. Like they were, their offense was completely like nothing until they said, screw it. We're going to let Justin Fields run. And Justin Fields started really running for his life. And he was, he was like the most sacked and led the like all quarterbacks in rushing yards. Like that's, that is not a sustainable offense. And DJ Moore is great. They upgraded the offensive line, but this is, these are not pieces that suddenly take you from the worst team in football to a, like a 10 win team. And I think that's what bears fans are expecting. So you're getting the three to one and they just have to win five games. They can go five and 12 and have a good season because Justin Fields looks better. The off ball linebackers are, key for Matt Eberfluss's defense, but I mean, that doesn't mean they're going to come in and change everything. You still need a secondary. You still need you know, a pass rush. I don't think they have enough there after the, after stripping it all down. Um, so that's one for me. I'll go Reddick most sacks at two, uh, and I think if you do most sacks, you should sprinkle defensive player of the year as well because it's 25 to one, and you know he, he could he could not get the most sacks and still win defensive player of the year, although that would be a little surprising. Uh, I like the Forbes thing too. He's just a ball hawk and a playmaker. You need to score touchdowns as a cornerback to win defensive rookie of the year. We saw that with um, Marcus Peters and uh, maybe there was somebody else who did it recently. But uh, Gibbs, I think, too. Uh, so Gibbs is my third. So Bears one, Reddick two, and then Gibbs three. Gibbs, like to your point, Alex, you know, yeah, the, the Lions love this guy. And we might not like the idea of taking a running back in the first round or taking a guy who's not like a special generational prospect at number 12. But the reality is he's going into a great situation with a really good offensive line and not a ton of competition. So you have to be able to separate. I don't like them this pick because it's a running back that early with this guy could still win offensive rookie of the year. And he's overpriced because people don't like the setup when Detroit in reality, much better opportunity than Atlanta to, to, to run the ball aggressively, especially in the second half. 
I agree. Uh, first of all, I like all of these, and I like all of the ones that Brinson likes. Slightly different order. Uh, here. By the way, you I guys are be... not going to like all of mine. I can promise that. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait for the Brinson model TM. Um, so Tyreek Hill under 1,300 and a half receiving yards. That's not something that I would have originally thought of prop star. So I do appreciate you putting this on here. And yes, the fact that he hasn't gone over this number, but maybe twice, um, and he doesn't average around this number and all of the question marks with Tua do put up a lot of question marks to what Tyreek Hill. Now he did come off of his best year ever, as you said, and a lot of those, you know, a few of those games, at least he did not have uh, two at center, but this is a very, very inflated number. So I agree with you on that one. I actually, the Chicago bears, I, I don't know, maybe because my dad's from Chicago, I feel a little, a little bit like they're going to be better this year. Yes. They only had three wins. They were the worst team in the NFL last year to get them to five wins. Two more wins makes sense. I, I kind of believe that. I don't think they're going to get this. The, their real line is seven and a half. I think they're going under that. I don't think they're an eight win team. I can see them getting over five, but I'm not mad at this value at plus two ninety. So I'll put that as my second, but I actually really love this Hassan Reddick to have the most sacks. I mean, you look at last year and it's like you said, prop stars. He had the, he set a record for the Eagles with most sacks in a single season. He had what three and a half sacks in the postseason in two games alone. I actually bet him, you know, the Super Bowl, there is an expansive menu um, from our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook on what you can bet. There was a multiple sack prop for Hassan Reddick. And I hammered that so fast. It was at like plus 500 or something really crazy because I thought about that 2020 game when he was with the Cardinals, he had five sacks in a single game. I thought there's no way that this guy isn't going to get to the quarterback. And guess what? Zero sacks in the Super Bowl. So you know he's got a little chip on his shoulder too. He's going to come out there, be hungry this year. Love him to get the most sacks. And yes, if you're going to do that, you got to sprinkle a little bit on defensive player of the year. So Brenton, we have to... We have to figure out, are we going to go Hassan Reddick sacks? Because we both really like that one. I know the Bears are your number one. Oh, pick, yeah, we but... go. We go Reddick. Yeah, we go Reddick. But just make sure we get defensive player of the year as well. So, like, put, yes. I don't know, like, um, half, I mean, you do half a unit each, maybe? Or, or, I mean, okay. Yeah. Or, or three, you know, three quarters, two, 0.75 and 0.25, something like that. I mean, I don't know, Alex. How would you, how do, would you think it's pretty even in terms of how you, like, if he has the most sacks, he's probably winning defensive player of the year. Yeah, that's how I, I personally feel. And I just feel, you know, I totally agree with your point, too. Well, I would rather, I'd like the sacks look a little bit more uh, as the defensive player of the year is more narrative based and that's more kind of statistical based if he has 20 sacks. Uh, and, but yeah. Like, he could have 20 and I mean, I'm just using it as an example because he came on show. Like Nick Bosa could have a monster final three games and finish with 19 and a half. And people could say, well, the Niners got the one seed sure. and the Eagles got the two seed. So we're going to vote for Nick Bosa as defensive player of the year, even though Reddick beats him out in sacks. Like that's a totally viable scenario. And you, so you don't want to be caught holding just the defensive player of the year. And Agreed. then he leads the league in sacks and you're like, oh my God. Or, and you don't want to be caught with like just most sacks and he, and then it's reverse where Nick Bosa has 20 Eagles get the one seed. Reddit goes nuts. The final three games of the season. Like that's why you probably want to chop it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm probably going like a three quarter unit and then a quarter unit. If we're just talking one unit here. Yeah, and I, I do like want to say, Katie, I blame the field condition for Reddit, not cashing <laughs> that uh, bet for you in the uh, Super Bowl. Yes. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was, I, I couldn't believe that there was, there was no sacks and yes, the field was, 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 yeah. was really, really bad. Uh, Cause it was, I think the line was like, you know, a one and a half or something. And I was like, Oh, all day Hassan Reddick is, is, is getting there, but you know, that's neither here nor there. All right. Brinson, the Brinson model is up. Do we, are we taking a break or are we do, are, are we straight to mine? Okay. We're going straight through the break. The break comes later. Oh, that's right. Um, 
Prince and Model starts off with Ramondre Stevenson over six and a half touchdowns. Uh, Stevenson, five rushing touchdowns in each of the last two years. 133 carries as a rookie, 210 carries last season in totality. Um, I think you see that ramp up. You see the departure of Damian Harris, and it's very clear that they believe he can be their bell cow back. He's gotten to five with, as a again, as a rookie where Harris got, I believe, more carries. And then last year when Matt Patricia was his offensive coordinator looking at uh, uh, red zone rush attempts, he got 50% even last year inside the 20 of the team's rush attempts, 61%, 62%, excuse me, of rushes inside the 10 and 70 Oh, no, sorry, I was looking at that wrong number. That's uh, and 68%, uh, 60% inside the 10 and uh, 68, 58% inside the five. In other words, Ramondre Stevenson is, was already getting most of the carries near the goal line. Sorry, I was looking at Zeke Elliott, who, by the way, got 70% inside the five. That's just hilarious. Um, Stevenson, but yeah, because Jerry just wanted to feed him inside the five so he could justify having him on the roster. But the uh, Stevenson is just going to get those carries close to the goal line. You're not like you're, and when you think about, you know, last year's offenses, New England was dead last in red zone scoring percentage because Matt Patricia is a defensive coordinator, <laughs> not an offensive coordinator. So if New England's red zone percentage conversion with Bill O'Brien even gets up to half 50, like had 15th in the league, average in the league, 16th, whatever you want, Roger Stevenson will see many more rushes in, in the, inside the red zone going to lead to many more touchdowns. To me, this number is, it's a I don't know that it should be a lot higher, but I think that it it's, it's a little low. Probably should be seven and a half um, instead. Atlanta Falcons, alt over, 10 and a half wins. Wow. How could I possibly regret this one? Uh, plus 250. <laughs> the Falcons' schedule is just a joke, man. I mean, it's like they have, I believe, their top five in terms of easiest schedules uh, in the NFL that John Breach, John Breach has broken it all down. You can check that on CBSSports.com. Of course, they get their six games against the NFC South. Carolina. Well, as I'll show in a second, I, I think it can be a lot better than people expect. The um, you know, the Buccaneers, hey, Pete Prisco's a little bit high on them, but I, I don't know, man. Baker Mayfield and questions on the offensive line. And then the Saints, like I still don't buy into this coaching staff necessarily and don't think that Derek adding Derek Carr just gives them a you know that that big of a boost. And then early on, like, you know, they get the Panthers at home, Green Bay at home. At Detroit, at Jacksonville at home, and Houston at home, Washington at home. That's their first six games. Like, it's not insane that they start 6-0. I don't think that they'll do it. But, like, they're getting the two trendy teams on both sides of the the the, the league in, in Detroit and Jacksonville. Those are their two toughest games at Tampa, at Tennessee, Minnesota at home, at Arizona. That's their first 10 games. Like, I mean, if the Falcons are remotely decent – and, and, and Desmond Ritter doesn't turn the ball over. The defense is improved in this Bijan Robinson rushing attack. Like, they're going to be in all of those games. And I think they could win, like, upwards of, like, five of them. And then, so all of a sudden, you still have Indianapolis. You still have the Bears. You still have um, – the, well, the Jets is not a good game. But, like, they have a lot of winnable games. I think they're going to be better than people think. I think they can get over that 10.5 wins at, at the plus 250. That's the only reason why we do the alternate. Matthew Stafford, MVP. Nobody's going to like that one. But look, you can't find an MVP bet that is a reasonably like possible outcome at 50 to 1 or better anymore. In 2018, 2018, yeah, 2018, Patrick Mahomes was like 75 to 1. 2019, Lamar Jackson was like 75 to 1. And the books got so burnt by those, they just don't give anybody with any reasonable chance to be MVP at 50 to 1 or more. Like the guys that he's listed with is like Jordan Love and Kirk Cousins. 
I know you love Cousins, Katie, but like he's just he, no, Pete Prisco <laughs> will never vote Cousins for MVP. Stafford, if they have a big bounce back season, they win the division. The Rams are way better than people expect. It's not crazy that Stafford could be in the mix for this fifty to one. It's just the best number you're going to see for a reasonable, like like non Sam Darnold type, who I almost included uh, Isaiah Pacheco, <laughs> most regular season rush yards. I like the Sam Darnold, hundred fifty to one, uh, fifty to one there for Pacheco. We've seen Kareem Hunt lead the league in rushing, uh, as Jason Lockenford pointed out. Andy Reid seemed to kind of lean on the running game a little bit in the second half. Wouldn't be surprising if um, they decide to be a little more run heavy this year, take some of the burden off of Patrick Mahomes um, and, you know, in games where they don't exactly have to. And Pacheco is just a violent runner behind a really good offensive line with a great play caller. He doesn't need to have elite vision to, to be good in this Chiefs offense. So Pacheco, 50 to 1, most regular season rushers. Plus the Chiefs could have tons of leads and be salting the game away. And then the Panthers, best regular season record. I don't think this is happening, but it's 150 to one. They are again, go back to the bears thing. They were the ninth worst team in football. They were not the, you know, they were not the, the worst team in football. They add a, they add a quarterback. If what if Bryce young is great. And this coaching staff is a massive upgrade. They're in a terrible division schedules a little bit tougher than the Falcons, but they are definitely um, better. It should be better than 150 to one. So I felt like I woke up today feeling dangerous to quote Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So I, I threw, I threw some long shots out there. Um, and I fully expect the consensus pick to be the Ramondre Stevenson one here. Yeah, I, I, I like tell. the full court heave with the uh, Panthers. Like, yeah. really. go big or go home, Will. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do really like the Ramondre Stevenson look. Six and a half touchdowns. I agree that number should be a minimum of seven and a half. Uh, love Ramondre in this offense as well. I think he's going to get the bulk of the work. I think he's going to be heavily featured in the red zone. I think seven, eight touchdowns as well within the majority of his range of outcomes as well. Uh, I like the Falcons look quite a bit as well. I could see things breaking for him, uh, breaking for them. I still have Desmond Ritter shares, guys. I'm still a believer. Uh, yeah. I still think there's a lot of upside there. Yeah, if he's even just like a viable starter, uh, we're talking about one of the most uh, dynamic offenses in the league. We saw how effectively they ran the ball last year. They were in pretty much every single game. No one really blew the Falcons out uh, last year. So, yeah, I like that quite a bit. Uh, and then uh, I, I could see the Stafford. I had 50 to 1. Uh, <laughs> I do think that's, you know, sprinkle worthy, maybe, Katie. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good look as well. And then what else did we have? We Pacheco, had uh, most rush yards, 50 to one and Panthers. I mean, look, th those three are 50 to like 50 to one, 50 to one, 150 to one. Like they are well, like when you throw those out there, they are not likely to happen. Like it's, sure. it's it is but, a, uh, we're talking, yeah. we're talking a long shot. We're talking lottery tickets here. And that's kind of the yeah. name of the game. Right. So I like the Pacheco look actually. Andy Reed uh, has never really been a committee back guy. I think that was more a necessity of uh, just lacking, you know, having a guy that he's confident enough to give the bulk of the carries to. So I think Pacheco, definitely had a lot of burst uh he's not going to need to catch passes out of the backfield I think he's going to just primarily be the first and second down runner in one of the most you know effective efficient offenses in the nfl and i do think he's going to get almost all of that work so i like pacheco look quite a bit i would say my favorite is Ramontre. uh pacheco being the my second favorite and then the falcons all uh team total as my third 
Uh, yeah, yeah, look, the Brinson model did not disappoint. It uh, it brought the lottery tickets that we know and love from Will Brinson. Uh, Brinson, as much as I love you, I I cannot get on board with the Matt Stafford. I don't care if it's 51. I, I don't care that, you know, that they never have that level of value. Now, uh, as everyone knows, I am a 49ers fan, so I'm a card-carrying member of the Rams Hater Club. Um, and honestly, Maybe Matt he won Stafford a Super Bowl two years ago. Like, hey, we are not that far removed from him winning the Super Bowl. I think he led the league in like... Okay, but the team is the team is far removed from the team that they were when they sure. won the Super Bowl two years ago. Outside of Stafford, Cup, Donald, and the coach uh, and and McVay. Anyways, so I, I'm not going to do that. I love Ramondre Steve, uh, Ramondre Stevenson um, over the six and a half as well as you said. He's had uh, five in the last two years, and he had, you know, a, a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator. So the 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 sky is the limit with Bill O'Brien, as far as I'm concerned. That is my favorite bet. I also am not mad at Pacheco, 50 to 1. Obviously, we know I like King Henry there. Um, but for all the reasons that you guys said, I do think that that has a lot of value. Seems like we're going to go Ramondre Stevenson over the six and a half touchdowns as the consensus. Uh, by the way, I just, want, I, want one, I want one more. I just want to list some some names and numbers just in defense of the Matthew Stafford thing. And this is this all is right. maybe more of a, a, a broader complaint about you how the Matthew sports Stafford, team. though, Brenton. <laughs> You have, you have to with all my heart, yes. But Geno okay. Smith, Justin Fields, 25 to 1 to win MVP. Get the F out. Geno Smith, 35 to 1. Are you kidding me? Derek yeah. Carr, 40 to 1. Jared Goff, 40 to 1. I actually don't hate Goff at 40 to 1. Deshaun Watson, 40 to 1. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not, like, Deshaun Watson is not going to win MVP. He will no. not win MVP because no, the people who vote on it will be told, do not vote for Deshaun Watson. And if, if you, if you, even if you want to, like, Trey Lance, 40 to 1. What? Russell Wilson, 45 to 1. Brock Purdy, 45. Russell Wilson never got a vote. Daniel Jones, Kyler, Kyler Murray's 50 to 1 to win the MVP. He might not play. Jordan Love, 50 okay, to 1. I, I, I see where, I see this where you're going. This is me taking a stand I, I, against these outrageous numbers. Comparatively speaking, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the rest of the Fair. field. Right. Uh, yeah, a lot of yeah, but one more thing I do love about the Ramondre look is, uh, and you probably mentioned this, Will, but uh, no Damian Harris there to siphon mm -hmm. touchdowns. Fifteen, just two years removed from scoring fifteen touchdowns. I think that is absolutely huge. Uh, we yeah. just know again the Patriots love to run the ball in the red zone as well. So yeah, I think double digit touchdowns. I used to think like if there's an alt total for Ramondre to mm. score like ten plus, that would be a good look as well potentially. Okay, we need to take a quick break here. We have our top three from each of us for the Pick 6 podcast. Top five bets. We got to make two more after the break. You're watching the Pick 6 podcast. How many times can I say that? We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. 
All right. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Billy, do you want to throw up our three bets that we have selected uh, from each of us? Try to see if I can find a most regular season rushing touchdowns to see what Ramondre was. I, so I, I, I don't have I, – I have – I'm working on a graphic for the other for the three, but I do have the bets that we have remaining to choose from. So I do have All a right. list of those for you guys to see. Great. Okay. So remaining to choose from, from me, we got Mahomesboro, Allen to win MVP plus 190 versus the field. Uh, we've got the AFC right. Super Bowl winning division, uh, AFC North, that should say winning division plus 340. You got McCaffrey. And then I feel like nobody really cares too much about uh, Derrick Henry, most rushing yards. I think you, um, you can probably take the, you probably take your first and your last off, I think. Off. Okay. Cause we, we know we had the, we like the, we, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just no. saying like we, no, I know. like, if we're going to continue and take, so take the Mahomes, Burrow, Allen went off. Um, so okay. we like we can those consider those two. Let's go to you. Can just take mine off because we're not. Y'all are not going to get on. on I don't. You, um, I leave. I like the Pacheco look. look a lot. I leave Pacheco on there. Leave Pacheco. I take like the, the other Pacheco ones off. A lot, guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. I, I think I do too. I actually was surprised. I was like, whoa. I it yeah. wasn't. I, I was sort of just sifting through that list. I was like, wow. Pacheco's down there at fifty to Second one. Second year running back as well. Yeah. Just like Arrow. There's still upside that's untapped. Yeah. Uh, and as we've seen it, you know, dating back to to Brian Westbrook. Uh, Jamal Charles, like whoever is that back in that read offense, he's going to and, get 80% of the touches. And I think the only running back to really ever explode as a rookie with Andy Reid is Kareem Hunt, who actually led the right. league. But he won, he um, won the rushing title. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so I think for Alex's, we, uh, we take off the Bears because Katie didn't love it. And Haiti. then, right? Kelly, Haiti, Katie. Did I say, I said Katie, right? Sounded like Haiti. <laughs> Haiti? <laughs> That's my name when you don't the like something. The entire country of Haiti. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When, Kay, when Katie Mox doesn't like something, When I'm being Haiti. a hater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old Haiti Mox from here. I, I turn into Haiti. <laughs> I don't think I said That's Haiti. <laughs> Haiti, Kelly. Um, yeah, that's a new one. Uh, so what um, – I mean, I think the – I mean, we both like the McCaffrey. Well, I don't, I don't want to force my Pacheco. What do you think about Pacheco, Katie? Haiti. I, well, I'm not going to be Haiti. I'm going to be Ka I'm going to be <laughs> Kelly on this one, and I actually love I love Pacheco. So well, why don't we, we why don't we add the Pacheco as one of our right, top I think five? We can then, add the Pacheco for that sure. way. It's like if that hits and like the all and we go oh, we go one and four, we'd still like cash because so, Pacheco. So my question to you guys for the next pick, at least, like, are we looking for something as far as the criteria is concerned? Are we looking for something that we have the most confidence in? to cash or are we looking for something that's more of like you know going to deliver long odds if that's the case then i feel more comfortable uh with katie's bets uh you know potentially uh mccaffrey there or uh yeah it just it kind of depends on what we're looking I, to I was, I, feel like. I was thinking let's, we go with another running back whether it was cmc or why don't we just do six that works too yeah yeah, yeah. so let's yeah. add gibbs yeah. and mccaffrey on there Okay. Yeah. Because I like I think the Gibbs one is a, is a legit good look. Like running backs win if if a quarterback doesn't win this like running backs win this award. Yes. I think Gibbs should be second as well, behind yeah. obviously Bijan. To me, like the fact that five or six players have better odds than Gibbs is exactly. totally out of whack. I think I think that if Gibbs has if the Lions look really good in the preseason and Gibbs and like if the Lions have if Gibbs has a great training camp if, actually you know what training camp starts soon if Gibbs has a good training camp starts with a good training camp he'll get down to three to one because Agreed. running backs just have more opportunity as rookies 
and you need you don't have to win as a as a as a quarterback to win. Like Richardson, Young, and Stroud could all steal the award, but we don't know that those teams are going to be great. And if they struggle and the, those quarterbacks don't play well, or you know maybe like they sit. I mean, who knows? I think they'll all play, but like Gibbs could easily win this award behind a good Lions team with a good offensive line. If the Lions go like ten and seven or you know eleven and six, whatever you want to do. And they win the division, and like Gibbs has you know twelve hundred rushing yards. He's going to be like very likely to win that award, unless you get the Panthers winning the division and Bryce Young is great, or or Anthony Richardson has a monster year, dual threat, etc. And I would also uh, contest that run, rookie running backs typically have a lot more success than rookie quarterbacks for sure as well. And then also just breaking down Gibbs's skill set, I really think he is going to be heavily featured in the passing game, which is just going to immediately translate to just a lot of big playability and just, yeah, he's going to be lighting well, up some box it, scores. It, yeah, in that just a, I mean, we saw Deandre Swift, like, I mean, when he was out there, Swift had so many chances to put up big numbers. Yeah. Like, so many opportunities to go big. And if Gibbs is healthy, like what did Swift finish with? Swift had Swift had 148 targets the last two years. Swift was averaging close to a hundred scrimmage uh, before the, the season last year where he was hurt from majority of the year. But in the first two years, he was averaging close to a hundred scrimmage yards per game. And uh, yeah, I think Gibbs. And he wasn't was, even uh, playing that much. And he wasn't playing that much. I think Gibbs is a more dynamic uh, version of that as well. Obviously, if you're considering him at pick six, uh, they have tremendous yeah. confidence in his ability. And so I think that role for him is going to be uh, clearly defined. I think he's just going to immediately step into uh, being heavily featured in what is potentially one of the better offenses, I, at least in that division I, or the potentially the NFC. I'd also point out, too, that by adding a six bet, it makes this graphic look a lot better because it says pick six. First of all, what a missed opportunity. Yeah. From Jump Street, really, like when the podcast started, it's like we pick six. It's like, oh, are you picking six things? No. It's just it's just it's just a name. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. We should really instead of five, we should always go to six for uh for picks. We should always um, we should always pick six. We should always pick six. Like right, if you like if we, it, Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, let's recap these for the people listening that don't visually see this pick six graphic. We are taking Chiefs to win the AFC West at minus 165. Hassan Reddick to record the most sacks at plus 1,800. Plus, sprinkle a little bit on Defensive Player of the Year, plus 2,500. Ramondre Stevenson over six and a half touchdowns at minus 120. Most regular season rush yards, Isaiah Pacheco. 50 to one. We got Jameer Gibbs, offensive rookie of the year at plus 900 and Christian McCaffrey to get the offensive player of the year at plus 1100. Those are our pick six, top six, six bets going into the season. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of a tongue twister as well. It's a pick up, pepper, pipe up, pick, pick six. <laughs> oh God. Don't even get me started on saying that. I will really try to do this and incorporate pick six somehow in there. Do it. All right. Or we wrap the show up. Or we wrap the show up. All right, everyone. Uh, Prop Stars, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope to have you on many more times in the season. You are a real treat, Brinson. Always a treat to talk with you. Make sure you join blast, us all Alex, for the remainder of our all, all 32 series, uh, summer mini series, where we sit down with insiders from each team and give you the need to know information ahead of the season. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page for everyone listening to the audio version only. Download, follow, leave a five star review, and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. We'll see you next time.
very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.